one man, one destination. Everyone is canceled. Late night, hosted by myself, Dylan Randall. This show is an oral artistic dance and is completely fictional. Obey the laws in your country and listen to your doctor. And if your doctor approves, go love yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Everyone is canceled. I am your host, Dylan Randall, and I'm really glad you're here. I'm really glad you're here. I appreciate you guys. First up this week, Target, Target is canceled. Is Target is canceled and boycotted by Americans following the addition of their Pride collection featuring tuck-friendly clothing for transgender individuals. Fast 10. Fast and the Furious 10 releases and is the number one movie in America right now. How long will they keep this going? How could you make the same movie over and over and make more money every time? I kind of respect it. It's kind of funny. And finally, we break new ground with this show this week. Valheim. Valheim is a Viking simulator allowing you to live in nature once again to fend for yourself, build a log cabin, and fight terrifying monsters probably to the death. It's a new sandbox game. I love it. I had to review it. Target loses $10 billion in 10 days as stocks plummet following the boycott over the LGBTQ-friendly kids' clothing. It's not just for adults. It's for kids as well. Now, just from a business perspective, if you have a product that angers your customers and you lose $10 billion in 10 days, if it were any other product, nobody would have a fit about them taking the product down. From a business perspective, if it's losing money, businesses take it off the shelves. That's just how capitalism works. But when it comes to LGBTQ clothing, uh, it's different. It's a different story. Now, apparently, Target received threats from individuals over their new pride clothing, and some of the stores in Southern America removed the clothing or moved it in different locations, allegedly. Well, now they made the left angry because the left says, you never really cared about us if you're capitulating to the mob. Well, it doesn't feel great, does it? Uh, the mob intimidates these companies, whatever it is, that's not left or right, and these companies capitulate, and that sucks. Now, why does that suck? Because these companies aren't genuinely caring for us. I think the left and the right and everybody in the middle, like myself, can admit that these companies don't seem genuine in their care for human rights. I mean, how many of the pieces of clothing in Target are made in overseas sweatshops? That's a question, not an accusation, I'm just curious. Is any of their clothing made in overseas sweatshops? Well, they lost $10 billion, and now they are removing some of the LGBTQ plus child-friendly clothing and the tuck-friendly clothing, according to them, and now the left is angry at them. So now they've made the right and the left angry. It reminds me of Budweiser. Budweiser, I think, lost around $10 billion, might be up to $10 billion now, over the transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney on their cans. Well, fans boycotted the company, but Senator Ted Cruz allegedly said on a podcast that he doesn't think this will stick. I paraphrase here, but he said, Republicans are historically not very good at boycotts. 
And the thing about Budweiser is that there are alternative beers, whereas Target, there's not so many alternatives. I can think of plenty in my mind. What are you talking about? You can go to Walmart. Just go to Walmart. People are scared of Walmart because they think it has a bad reputation, and it does, and it does, and sometimes it doesn't smell very good, but they got great things for low prices. You go in there like it's a video game, and you get out saving money, and some of them don't smell bad. I'm just saying, I don't know what it is, if it's like a scent they're putting in their perfumes. I'm agitated when I go there. So like I said, Target is the only option. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Target loses $10 billion in 10 days. That's a billion dollars a day over this decision. And that's capitalism. Like I said, if you took any other item, let's say you had chocolate bars or milkshakes or any item at any store, whether it's a fast food chain or a retail chain like Target, if they put an item in stock and they lose $10 billion, if they're losing $1 billion a day, they remove the item. That's not transphobic in my mind. That's not anti-trans in my mind. I'm not even sharing an opinion here. This isn't left or right. In a capitalistic market, if an item causes a company to lose a billion dollars a day, yes, with a capital B, they're probably not going to keep it around. So now the left is very angry with Target. They're saying they were not genuine in their desire to help the LGBTQ plus movement for kids. Now they're saying they were never genuine. Well, guess what? You're right. We agree on this. I don't think they ever were genuine in the care for you. I, In fact, I really feel down on my bones that their care was not genuine for you. So what do you say we boycott these companies that fake their interest in us together? This isn't left or right. I'm saying we unite. Right? I'm saying we unite in the boycotting of companies that fake and feign their interest in our lives. And then when the next mob of the day attacks them, they capitulate, right? When they don't make their bottom dollar, they quickly change their tune. You can feign interest in what's trending, and then when it doesn't work, all your morals go out the window. So do you really wanna support a company that so easily takes away their pride? They call it pride merchandise, yet they hit it immediately. This isn't taking a stance on this issue. This is pointing out the fact that I don't think they were ever genuinely caring for the LGBTQ community. I don't think they were ever genuinely caring for any of their community. Cheesecake day, it's cheesecake time. Can't wait for my cheesecake, it's a cheesecake kind Getting into the movie review, Fast 10. What fascinates me about the Fast and the Furious series, and this is serious, is that they suck. They suck. You just turn your brain off and you're like, I hate my life. Please turn my brain off for two hours. Let me help you with some alcohol so I can pretend this movie is watchable and my brain may never turn on again. That was a joke. Let's get serious. I liked the first movie. My favorite was actually Tokyo Drift. Uh, I don't know why they never brought that main actor back. I actually saw him on Instagram today preaching the Holy Gospel. That was great to see. Uh, But the main actor, the main lead from Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift never returned. And I thought that was the best Fast and Furious ever made. But apparently, monetarily, uh, for people who don't understand anything like myself, that means money. 
Monetary means money, and they have found something that makes them money. Fast 10 is the 10th installment in the series, if I have that right. Might be 11. I don't know if they count Tokyo Drift in there. And they found a formula where they can make the exact same movie. Literally nothing is allegedly different, and they make even more money. And they make even more money than last time. Did I say morny? What is that? What word is that? I'm feeling kind of morny. That didn't sound right. I'm sorry. That was upsetting. I'm really sorry. So the movie just sucks. I haven't seen it yet. It wouldn't be fair to watch the movie before I review it. I will say that they found a, they found a formula that makes money. I will say that. It's amazing you can make a movie that's very similar to all of the other movies, and it becomes the number one movie in America on the 10th film. Has that ever happened in history? Have you ever taken a movie where you made 10 of them, and the 10th one is number one in America? That's got to be groundbreaking. I've never heard. I don't think that's ever happened. A 10th movie of a series becoming the number one movie in America. How does that even happen? Most of the time you make enough sequels, you don't have any of the original actors. It's a B movie and you make it to cry. A super race of aliens have taken over the planet. No one can stop them except for one. Humanity lies on his shoulders. Dylan Randall is the superlative man. Not coming to a theater near you. You know, this is a new section of the show. Uh, I started playing a game called Valheim, and you're basically this Viking who died, and he lives in some sort of afterlife. I don't pay too much attention to the lore, but what does interest me is it's a sandbox game. You do whatever you want. You want you want to make a house? Well, go chop down some trees. You want to chop down some trees? You make a hatchet to do it. What if you break your hatchet? Well, you, you fix it on the workbench in your house. You get a little cold, well, you start a fire. You make a bow. You hunt some deer, you cook it on the fire, you invite your friends, you make a ship, you go kill sea monsters, then you go kill the dragon, and then and then you're bonding and fighting with your friends all at the same time. All jokes aside, I think this is a great bonding game. It's a great team building game. In fact, if I was a CEO of a company, I'd probably want to play this game with my coworkers because it's a great team building exercise, and I would also, as a plus, know who to fire. Uh... That was a joke, but I seriously would probably fire people in my rage fits. I don't get angry. That was a joke. You don't know if I'm serious or not. But join my company. It's a great, healthy environment. So, Valheim. It was made by five people in Sweden. And it sold over five million copies in its first month. This game has been taking YouTube by storm. People are raving over this game, and they are updating it with live expansions as people play. This is what critics are calling an exception in the early access gaming world, and people love it. it it's idealistic. The graphics are actually pretty good. The music is good. I would say that they should add some more. It gets a little monotonous. But the gameplay is a great sandbox game. It's multiplayer. You can make a ship, sail around, you can kill dragons in the mountains, you can build a home, you can raise pigs. You can raise pigs and make bacon, theoretically. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. I've been playing it with my buddies. I wanted to do a video game review on the show for quite a while, 
and I highly recommend it. It's a great game, but it is violent. The combat controls are actually pretty good. Uh, I would say that this game is a rare exception. Check out Valheim. The lore doesn't interest me too much, but focus on the sandbox. That's what I want to see you focus on. Focus on the creativity. Keep expanding the game. And don't turn it into a grind fest. You have a great ratio of a game here. Just keep expanding it with the ratio you're working with. I love what you did. Valheim, great game. Highly recommend it. Thank you guys for watching. Stay classy. And remember, stay canceled, my friends. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.